Okay, yeah, go ahead and record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live. A podcast so butch, so mask. Almost Modern Live. A podcast... Are we surprised? No, but... Do we expect it? Yes. yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Ugh, I'll never get over that lady. Ugh. Always letting me know I'm being recorded, making sure I'm not being recorded against my will. I mean, if only Alexa had the same courtesy. Right? No, she doesn't. Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding right now. Jeff Bezos is always telling us she's not listening to everything we say, but we know. Always is. How do you know I was asking, like the other day when I was asking what other inventions Eli Whitney invented, even though he didn't have any other inventions other than cotton gin, how did no, it well, he did. <laughs> well, nothing major. No, it, he, yeah, it wasn't. It, well, it was like major. guns or something. Yeah. I was like, how, how did you know I was going to ask this question, Google? Um, I also yeah. find it weird that for some reason my Siri reacts to your voice. 100 raised to the 1,000 oh, powers. Yeah. If when we're leaving your apartment always and you're like, hey, turn off the lights. Um, My phone always turns on and says I can't turn off the lights because there aren't any. Oh. Also, um, just a fair warning for this episode. I'm recording with four dogs in the house. Anyway, hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Andy. And this is Homo's Modern Life. We're not in the same room. We're not. We're not today. I, um, I'm in the burbs. I'm in uh, the Frisco area. It's yeah. rather large. Um, it's been a very weird experience. I also, do I sound like I'm drunk right now? Because I feel like I sound like I'm drunk. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, maybe it, you maybe sound a little congested. There's just so much more nature up here, you know? Um, trees that I'm not used to because everyone has a different tree in their yard. Um, Because why not? Um, It's very strange. Like people wave at me when I don't know who they are. I'm like, okay. Um, Went to Target today just because I needed like three things. And I was like, well, I might as well check out the Target. They were way too- I bet it's a really nice Target. It is such a nice target. Right on target. And they don't play like top 40 hits. They're playing like cool grocery store music. What is that? You know how like, you know, like the old school, like grocery store music, like, like kind of like elevator music type thing. Uh This is like actually like not bad. And they play it just like a little louder than they should. (laughs) And it's like, it was a very weird experience. Literally, I think seven people asked me if I needed help. Not because they thought I was shoplifting, but generally they just wanted to make sure I was taken care of. Um, they literally had somebody at every station I went to. Like, it was insane. Yeah. I feel in a very surreal world up here on top of, like, nothing to do. How many people do you think are in charge of figuring out what music to play in what targets. Oh, I'm sure. Do you think it's up to the individual store manager? Do you think there's somebody at the top? Officer of environmental, like, of of atmosphere. I think they go in. I mean, especially at Target, right? Because that's what they've got going for them over Walmart is their atmosphere. Yeah. Like, people go there. Yeah, trying to, like... Try like going into each store, looking at the demographic, like examining if it's, you know, housewives or like gay dudes and like putting in everything accordingly. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So what have how you was, been uh, doing? I haven't seen you, you in Yeah. You you took off to the burbs friday night before the weekend started really so i haven't seen you all weekend it feels like it's been years yeah here <laughs> time, time passes slow 
very <laughs> slow. I played Witcher. Stop interrupting or I'll seat you in the corner. I'm not, I'm not, that's not my normal type of game, but like, you know, I, I watched the, the show and I was like, you know. What, no, whatever. I would think that the reason you were struggling is because you were playing it on a Switch Lite and there's so also much, that. there's like so much text or like the HUD of that game is really like complicated. And yeah. the font, even on like a normal size TV is really small. Yeah. And like, I played pretty much, uh, I like I went to two spin classes up here. Cause I was like, oh, oh. like, let me, I, I got class pass and like, I, they gave me a free month and which was 20 credits. And I was like, sure. Although now they won't let me go back to those studios. And I'm like, well. It's meant to be a sample. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, do I just cancel it and like sign up again? Um, I got a lot of emails, honey. A lot Let of emails. me tell you. Um, but yeah, so I literally like went to spend, and then I came back and just like play video games all day Saturday and Sunday because I was like, what else, you know? Yeah. And like, Andy, I don't. I I'm starting to think there's something like really medically wrong with me. Okay. Same. <laughs> this this week, I think it's. I don't know. I was like playing the game and like Oh, is it like, that the 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 hand the random hand movement thing? No, no. Oh, okay. That happens all the time anyway. Yeah. But no, I was like playing the game and okay, hear me out. I'm going to go on a, a, Okay, so the meds that I'm on well Wellbutrin yep. is basically like um it like blocks the exit route for dopamine to like flood my brain with dopamine if I'm understanding it correctly. Sounds I'm great. not a doctor. My treatment is is increased dopamine. Yeah. As we know, video games also produce dopamine, right? Sure. Yeah. I think I I I don't know if it was the way the you graphics think you overloaded your brain with dopamine. Yes, cuz like I don't know if it was like the graphics too cuz it's a very dark game. And it's not yeah. the, the smoothest. It's not very smooth. It's not like, you know, it kind of it is a little like jumpy back and forth um, yeah. in their attempts at like realism. And I don't know if it was like, I was on the TV. I sent you that picture of, I don't know if it was like watching it on that or what, but like, I would like look at my phone and it would be so hard to like look at my phone. Like everything felt like, like all the writing was really small. And then I tried to do some work on the computer and like the same stuff was like happening for like, like an hour or two after. And I was like, what is this? I think that's just, I think that's eye strain from focusing for so long on that TV that's so far away and so high up above that mantle. That is true. I think you, I think your eyes just kind of got like tired and like stuck in that middle distance focus. And so yeah. when you were trying to look at things up close, it was, Everything was difficult like, for your eyes to like shift focus. Yeah, that's true. I've not really had a TV that like that, that far away from me. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's up there, it's man. Such a... <laughs> um, like you really got to like lay back on the couch to get a good, neck angle yeah it was it's kind of uncomfortable and i was like it just makes the most sense to play in here otherwise like also no one can walk by the house without me being alerted you know uh-huh good lord like other people are allowed to live here and i keep telling the dogs that but they don't listen not my kid mine is right here asleep not barking i would just like to point out there you go yes queen yeah don't yes, let her bring queen. those habits yes, home queen. no she's she's we're not we're not bringing those home Lots, lots of Witcher. Lots of Witcher. That's good. I've been playing and that, the um, and this. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing the uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity expansion that dropped on Friday, which is good. What is it? What what what's in the expansion? Um, new weapons for Link and for Zelda. And then there's like a there's a new character that I haven't unlocked yet because like. You know, it takes a minute, but uh, yeah, it's been a, it's good. I mean, the good thing about that game is that it like. There's nude versions of Link and Zelda? No, that oh. Colin's lying. <laughs> um, I was like, I'll download it. 
the no the good thing about that game is like it's just such like little like you're always progressing you're always like accomplishing something you never feel like you're really like grinding that much or like you know i think that like just giving you the little goal setting is like very effective way of making a game that keeps you hooked yeah is that what they do with pokemon snap um i don't know i haven't finished it <laughs> i uh no and I, I just i i think my level of interest in pokemon snap is about as much as i thought it was gonna be which is like eh, fine but yeah otherwise i uh when i haven't been playing hyrule warriors this weekend i've just been destroying my body through the use of alcohol <laughs> you did go to a pool party didn't you um i mean it wasn't like a pool party it was like me hanging out with three other people at the pool uh but there was hey, alcohol involved that's a party and now i just feel like yeah we were doing all of these like lifts and like standing on each other's shoulders and all this stuff because why not my back and shoulders and neck are all so sore and i think through the process of going underwater and to like lift people i just got so much water in my ears and in my nose and like all just all my face holes and i it's i'm recovering still i haven't had that kind of a pool day that's the thing like Drinking is hard enough. <laughs> Drinking is hard enough. Drinking in the sun. It feels yeah. so good when it's happening, though. Yeah. But <laughs> later on, when you've just got like a little bit of sunburn, so you're cold and hungover, and yeah. it's, it's not. Well, I don't have any sunburn because I, you know, doing pretty good with the uh, reapplication of sunscreen. Plus, I'm, I go. think I've, I've, built up like a pretty good tan to like you know keep me from burning well base tan i wouldn't know well, what that's well base like. tan yeah <laughs> i uh i burn every day every hour i feel like i'm getting a sunburn just from walking arlo most of the time <laughs> well um this is a fun room that you're in it's very uh i don't know I see nothing except this tall lamp in the back. Are you seeing kind of dark? Are you seeing the sports memorabilia? I was oh. like, I was so is a this little worried. Office that you're yeah. In? This is my sister's husband's office because um, she works out of the bedroom because she most mostly is on the road all the time for it. Yeah, and um, it's uh, I, I was I, I started my new job today. Yeah. Um, by the way. Uh, and so I was like, oh my God, like, it's weird that you can see it because like when I was on the, all the calls today, like, I swear it was like, it was like the, I mean, it was a different computer, but it's the same computer. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. I don't understand why all of a sudden, like you can see all of it when like before you, you couldn't, but I was like, they're <laughs> also, <laughs> I was like, they think a lot of me because I was worried about this. And then um logged into the like meet the entire team call so i just clicked the zoom link and i forgot that i had set up an account called homo's modern life so homo's modern life came up as my name oh. and then i heard someone go oh and uh and i was like oh my god oh <laughs> like, no i'm so sorry <laughs> i like changed my name um and i got on a customer facing call before and it had the hml picture and i was like oh i changed that but it still said tyler watson and i was like okay um it's like I was like, uh, oh, and I just said, oh, it's podcast. And I was like, oh, we should check that out. And I was like, oh, oh no. no. Don't so do that. If you're my new coworker listening, welcome. Oh, um, that's great. It's uh, going to be a shit show. Happy Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> we are going to take a quick Pride break. And when we return, we're joined by a very special guest. So hang around.
welcome back, children, childs of homos. I don't know. Um, we are joined with a very special guest, Wayne Holtz. He is the host of the Wayne Holtz podcast, as well as anywhere you can listen to his podcast, you can also listen to his music. So check out both and welcome Wayne. Oh my God, I am very excited to be here. Tyler, Andy, thank you for having me. We are excited to have you. Um, for the people who don't know who you are um, that are listening today, um, tell us a little bit about your podcast and you know the music too, because we can't ignore that. Yeah, so I am just like a versatile artist and I kind of just go wherever the flow leads me to. So about five years ago, I started making music and before that, I was already a photographer and illustrator. And being in the scene just led me to also be around a lot of interesting people. And I said, let's um, throw them on a podcast. Honestly, podcasts are one of the most, that's one of the top ways I relax during the day. And so I love listening to them and wanted to make one. So I have a lot of cool guests on from Perez Hilton to Ross Matthews, et cetera, et cetera. And then mm -hmm. I make uh, lots of music. So I got the pop music, the hip hop, the country, whatever you want. I'll fix your car. I got it all. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So what um, what are the I, I know that you talk a lot about uh, television, correct? I do like TV. Yes. Yes. Um, Same. I, so it's very interesting because I myself am a movie person. I do love my TV. And Andy is quite the opposite. All TV all the time. Yeah. We think <laughs> it has to do with the way stories are told. Yeah. Um, so okay. I, prefer, I prefer a long developed character arc. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more about the characters for me than it is maybe necessarily the story because I feel like movies are a way of telling like a, a story in a very condensed way but I like it more long form where you get to see you know you just kind of go on a journey with these people yeah really really diving in I feel that um yeah. and though you can definitely do that in a movie as well I do love the long format of a series especially with um something like what we're going to be talking about today uh reality television you get to yeah. really get into the nuances of a person and their yeah, character yeah and you get to get invested yeah. oh yes because I don't feel invested if I know this is going to be over in two hours and I may never see these characters again. I'm like, okay, I mean, honestly, yeah. if, it, if I know it's going to be over in two hours, I'm asleep within 30 minutes, to be honest. So uh, <laughs> You're like, this is a scheduled nap, actually. <laughs> yeah. I love Don't it. invite so, me to the movies. <laughs> well, exactly. let's jump into reality TV, too. I know uh, we briefly, uh, there's been exchanges. I won't say we talked because that didn't happen. I'm not a liar. Um, about iconic reality series um, I love that you brought up, um, Kathy Griffin's My Life on the D-List. I yeah. feel like I, this is going to sound so bad, but like I lived by that show as a child. Like I thought it was like, this is, <laughs> you know, and arguably it's what most Instagram influencers are these days is quite literally D-listers, but um it was like That's a high, high grade yeah that was <laughs> that was like my road to wanting to be famous like kathy griffin and i still yeah. say tip it to people um when they're getting tip it, Maggie, from a box. Tip it. yeah and and nobody knows what i'm talking about i feel like i don't know andy did you ever watch dealers i i have only seen a few episodes like so long ago but it was probably around the same time that like surprisingly my family would watch flipping out together which is like such a wild choice for my like deeply conservative family to have decided that we were just all gonna watch that but i think it may be because it was a home renovation show mm -hmm. that like i don't know that's maybe how they how flipping out got its foot in the door at my house yeah but. I love that. No, it, uh, home renovations and things like that are a great way to sneak in reality TV into the home, especially with mm -hmm. great, you know, characters like Jeff from Flipping Out 
And um, speaking of Jeff and flipping out and and Kathy Griffin, my life on the D list, these are all also you know the baby stages of the Bravo network. Right. And that yes. was really where I the first liked. Bravo liberties. They were the first <laughs> Bravo liberties. You know, everyone really thinks about the housewives now, and of course we. We love the housewives and we respect them dearly, but they <laughs> they were not the beginning of the network. You know, no. Kathy, I mean, even before Kathy, we had, you know, Whitney on the network being Bobby Brown. And oh, so right. like Bravo has been doing it for a long time with lots of lots of great stuff. Yeah, I mean, for me and my mom, it's still Top Chef. Oh, that's that's our Bravo show. <laughs> Which I had totally forgotten about flipping out and now I'm remembering how much I really wanted to work and like I don't know what that says about me yeah you just wanted to work for a really emotionally abusive person yeah like (laughs) I think I'm Jenny in this situation oh you're such a Jenny (laughs) okay you're Jenny I'm Zoila just (laughs) tackling in the corner (laughs) oh my gosh I guess that makes me Jeff Mm -hmm. oh well oh well Listen, but Jeff's nice kind of hot. I'm going to give it to Jeff. Yeah, like, I mean, he is, though. Yeah. There's something him. about him. And he really brought, you know, Lisa Renna gets a lot of credit for her lips. Um, but I think Jeff <laughs> he was brought the fillers. first one. He was the first <laughs> to bring fillers to, to Bravo. I'm going to give him that credit. I am. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Um, do you remember a reality show that was on Bravo? Which, well... I think it was on Bravo, so correct me if I'm wrong. It was their answer to America's Next Top Model, which was called Make Me a Supermodel. I don't remember this one. Um, Maybe it wasn't Bravo. I barely remember it. But Um, also, was Bravo the one that did the art competition? Oh, yeah. They were doing all sorts of stuff back then. I I I will come back to Make Me a Supermodel because actually that does ring a bell. But back in those days, I remember um, Andy Cohen talks about how you know bravo really was uh supposed to be like an arts and culture network and so yeah um they really were trying to grasp all sorts of what the different parts of culture are so they had top chef for food they had flipping out for home renovation they had project Mm -hmm. runway for design and i don't remember that that art show but it dearly departed I think it, it was called, I don't know, like piece of work or something or. You're right. Oh my God. Yes. And didn't they make us. Okay. I, this is coming back to me now where they like made a sculpture out of a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. That somebody right. did that. that. They put plaster all over. And she's my like, personal, they, there was a episode where they were having to do like shock value art uh, inspired by the piss Christ. Yeah. Like a crucifix in a jar of piss. Yeah, and then one guy did this like it was like the Mickey Mouse head out of, but like if you looked close, it was really just like a bunch of penises and vaginas. And then he took it into the bathroom and he jerked off onto it. Oh wow! So there would be on Bravo. Come on it. Yeah, yeah I was I, like <gasps> scandalized, but so turned on at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds how like I was able. Sounds to like a typical evening. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typical evening. <laughs> <laughs> Jizzing on your art. Yeah, why not? You know, up the value. Mm-hmm. And back then, so are you all Bravo oriented at all? Do we watch the Real Housewives at all now? I, 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 I don't. I watched some of Dallas because I felt obligated to, especially. Like after I I watched it like after I met some of them through like charities and stuff that I was in and I was like okay this is kind of weird because like <laughs> it is it is not necessarily how they are in real life but yeah I've just never gotten into the housewives Andy on the other hand so has had a I'm, renaissance yeah I'm having like a recent renaissance with the housewives like a long time ago a roommate and I started watching Potomac. And I've been hearing such good things about Potomac recently that I decided to pick it back up and watched like seasons two through four in the past month. Wow. Uh, season or through five, season five was insane. And I don't think I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to feel like another housewives like steps up to that level because then I went and like, went to go finish salt lake i'm on the first part of the reunion and i'm okay. just like i just don't know like 
the stakes here are so low. <laughs> like <laughs> you have Jen getting mad at Whitney for bringing something up at her husband's birthday party that like wasn't even that big a deal. And like it's being turned into this huge storyline. And then like on Potomac, you have the women literally getting into like physical altercations and legal battles and there's people cheating and there's like, you know, rumor. It's just, it's so much, so much. It's, it's, it's a lot. And I definitely think that um, Real Housewives of Potomac um, is a great third generation housewife. I would consider Salt Lake City to be a fourth generation where it Hmm. can be very contrived. But um, Potomac definitely provides so much um, realness and rawness. And they're just, you know, they're hilarious. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about, you know, reality TV and uh, female-led reality shows. Because they really have brought so much humor to my life. And I feel like they Mm -hmm. become part of, like, gay iconic tree, even if there isn't necessarily a gay man in it. You know? Yeah. Right. A, A simple life. I can say I've never seen the show, but I feel like I've seen the show. (laughs) Wayne's mad. (laughs) I know, but you know what? I tried to like watch it again as an adult and like the like intro of it all. I was like, oof, this is- Sometimes quality of production can be a barrier to watching older programming. (laughs) But like, we've all seen her trying to make bacon on two irons for some odd reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Had two of them, but um, or uh, when they're babysitting, and as soon as the parents leave, she says, "Let's get slutty." Is that what she says? <laughs> Is that it? God knows. <laughs> yeah, I think I think like the the ten year old had a date or something. It, it's a lot, you, you know. And <laughs> Paris is a great part of that show, and all hail to Paris. But I, to me, Nicole Richie is really the star of that whole situation. And, and I mean, the glow up uh, is real, n- not even like looks wise, but just like her coming into her own after being, you know, her father's Lionel Richie. She grew up underneath underneath that shadow. Then she's got Paris Hilton as her best friend. Maybe she felt a shadow, but. I, there was no shadow there, okay? Nicole Richie was pure comedy, pure humor, pure on your... And, and, and she'll beat your ass, you know? <laughs> she'll I do it. Nicole Richie is thoroughly underrated. She arguably was one of the best parts about a short-lived series called Get, uh, Great News. Um, oh. she, played a, she played an anchor. It was a, a Tina Fey. It was a Tina Fey, show. yeah. Yeah, Tina Fey project trying to follow the success of 30 Rock that... It just didn't. I thought it was great, but um, she also did something else. Uh, she had another reality show. Um, Candidly, was- Nicole, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. So the only reason I know about that is one of she went to a spin class that one of my friends was teaching while they were in LA, and he said it was the weirdest experience. So to film it, he had to teach a spin class without any music and all the lights on, which is not normally what they do. Uh, but I ended up watching that most of that series and I was like, God, she is so good. And she's on it. You know what I mean? She, yeah. she's, I'm gonna have to look that up though. I'm gonna, I need to rewatch that. It's a deep dive that deserves some attention. Candidly Nicole, I'm telling so you. So do you think that Paris Hilton having a reality show really set up the Kardashians? to have their yes empire <laughs> with their reality show i mean the tie-in is that is undeniable for sure um as far as you know it's interesting because paris's version of the reality show i don't think was really replicated for a long time until maybe even like the vh1 days but i would say uh, as far as their connection and with you know whatever scandals they went through at the beginning of their careers there was definitely enough of a uh, parallel to like kind of lead them in together but you know the kardashians to me when i think about the kardashians i think their groundwork was actually really the osbournes and the way that they did their family life and the way that they kind of like had you know all these characters and even the dog was a character and amy the sister that didn't want to be shown was a character and like (laughs) amy's amy's now the rob kardashian do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um but I mean, of course, without Paris, there would be no no Kim. You can always buy a new dress, but you can't like buy a new life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Well, and also, 
that show came into the world of social media where even when the show was off air, they could kind of continue the show almost 24 seven, which I think just pushes it more into the, the consciousness of a society, especially with people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's the future. I mean, um, I've always said, I always had this vision in my head for, I've had a comic in my head. Someone, I've told this idea to so many people, they can steal it if they want to, I'll do it better. But like, I've always had this idea in my head of a comic where, you know, every person has their own channel and every person, you know, is kind of just like sitting in front of a TV, watching everyone else's channel. And the real interesting people in the world will be the ones that are actually out in the world making, um, new content so um maybe their kardashians are are onto something i don't know we just skidded like off the side of the road that was a little bit of a tangent but (laughs) no it's i that's i mean that's what tiktok is really truly truly i'm just you know people are getting shows like charlie d'amelio is like hosting things now and (sighs) yeah and you know i keep seeing those commercials for that fashion show Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I've never heard her speak before, so I need to I need to listen to this and see you know what she has to bring because we don't know necessarily the level of talent that some of these people have when they have the attention. But I'm always open to finding a, a new star. So in whatever way we got to do it. Yeah. yeah. But it is interesting, like that the talents that would make you successful at TikTok don't necessarily uh, make you talented and like talented at hosting maybe a long form show or mm-hmm. even a YouTube channel. Like it's, it is hosting a different a... skills. Like it can make you famous, but like it's, yeah, not necessarily a universal skill set. <laughs> so on the, the flip side of shows like keeping up with KKK, I don't know how to say Ooh. the acronym. Um, <laughs> I believe you're about to say something kind of hot too. <laughs> what now? <laughs> um, so on the flip side, I think for me, another really influential show that I watched, I missed the, f- the first season, but I really got into The Hills season two and onward. Mm-hmm. And then I really got into... <laughs> Whitney Port and the city for some reason like that was everything I needed um was that did she work for Kelly Catrone she she ended up working for Kelly when she did go to the city literally and um no and honestly love Kelly Catrone the hills are great I'll I'll be very honest I've never finished the series I was a Laguna Beacher that transitioned into the hills and then never fully finished it but I mean if you haven't seen the the first season, I mean, there's that iconic moment where LC, aka Lauren Conrad, is um, driving, and we're trying to figure out is she going to go to the airport to meet the Teen Vogue editor and go to Paris, or is she going to go to her boyfriend's apartment on the beach and stay the summer oh, that's there? Very and, series finale of Friends. Oh, very, yeah. And so she's like <laughs> driving on the beach, and we're all wondering, and someone's waiting for the airport, and the boyfriend's waiting at the beach house, and we're like, what are you going to do? And she turns into somewhere, and then it's the boyfriend's house, and then we see Whitney Port, of course, arrives at the airport and go to live the life that she should be living, the job that they are pretending to work for, which is Teen Vogue. <laughs> and yeah. so um, Lauren, after that, like, I lost a little respect for her, but... Um, She'll always be top tier humor uh, in my eyes. And Whitney's great. Whitney's just fantastic. Whitney, I think I think I liked Whitney. So um, unpopular opinion. I think Courtney Kardashian is the best Kardashian. Okay. Um, and I think I like Whitney because she's the Courtney Kardashian of the Hills. I could see that. Now, is it the poosh that makes you say that? What's the... Uh, obsessed with poosh. I would love my own poosh. <laughs> or I could be in her poosh. Either way. Okay. Um, but I think I just like her because she's just like... She is just like Courtney. Like, like I think a lot of like Kim and, and Chloe have kind of developed this... The same way anyone in customer service does this like mask of like being on the show versus off the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it starts to show, especially in the later seasons. But like Courtney is just like, I feel like Courtney, like all the time. 
like has not changed, has not wavered. You find her to be the most authentic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. like, I, would, if I, I just like Chloe because she's funny. Yeah. I would be friends with, with Courtney over. Maybe this is also, you know, I also feel like she's kind of one of the meaner ones. So maybe this goes back to why I would want to work for Jeff. So maybe this is <laughs> internal issues that I'm working through reality TV show with. And uh, we accept that journey, by the way. Okay, so um, go through <laughs> your journey. But no, I would agree with that. And she, I would say that Courtney is one of the more genuine of them. And I could uh, see that parallel with Whitney also. And I, but I mean, you know, when I think about the most genuine Kardashians, you know, you know, who my favorite Kardashian is um, Rob. Who, poor Rob. I don't know what's going on over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like. I used to really root for him and I used to feel so bad for him in that whole situation, just being like surrounded by all of them and, yeah. and kind of like, <laughs> kind of like forgotten, you know, I feel like Rob and um, Caitlin were forgotten in a sense. And, um, but listen, the, the, the other women in the family had a lot of things to do. So I guess um, that's to no fault of their own. They, uh, what happened is when uh, Kylie and, uh, uh, the other one, Kendall, came on the scene. They were like, okay, Kendall. we have a full house, so yeah. y'all can leave. Um, <laughs> we're like, they were we like, can't they were like placeholders. Until yeah, they were like, we only have so many cameras that we can cover so many stories. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we can't keep up with the writing. So um, <laughs> I think that's really what it was because I feel like that's when they really started to fade out and then Rob would only show up like in the corner. Every yeah, night. in the corner, just like waving his sock line in the in the corner. I love that. <laughs> but I will say this: I mean, for, I will give Rob this credit though. He did make it to the final, the finale of Dancing with the Stars, and Kim uh, got eliminated week one. So he can at least oh. hold that over their heads, if nothing else. Yeah, oh, and that really is the 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 sign that you've made it in the reality TV show is you're on Dancing with the Stars. Hey, yeah. listen, well, I'll, I'm going to be on like season 35, okay? So mark my words. <laughs> yeah, who's who will be your biggest competition on season 35 of Dancing with the Stars? Charlie Demir. Okay, probably Charlie. <laughs> She'd probably make it on before me. I would say like at that point, um, give me, you know what? I'm going to say Perez Hilton will finally make it on Dancing with the Stars. And I'm going to have, <laughs> he's going to be my biggest competition. I can see it coming. Yeah. I mean, he did. He was on um, Celebrity Worst Cooks in America on Food Network. I don't know. He's if been on a that. lot. Oh, yeah. He's been on a lot. I mean, my favorite um, stint that he did was on Celebrity Big Brother UK, where oh. him and Michelle Visage went at it. He was going at it with Katie Price, who is like oh. the British Rush Limbaugh. And did they throw it, Michelle Visage on there just to, to push? Uh, drag race probably and good for them <laughs> so rude rupaul was like i'm not doing it oh Ru would, Ru would not do any shit like that are you crazy rue would not touch big brother with a 10 foot dick okay oh, absolutely I'll not right now. Uh -uh, no 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 sheena already in her hers on celebrity they... you can't bring your glam squad with you to yeah. <laughs> the house on celebrity they play for charity right right but they do get paid. Yeah. Um, well, they pay. Wow. No, I, excuse me. Really let, let me through her best friend. Oh yeah. But I'm sure they made starts. that deal. They made that deal in the early '90s. You know what I mean? Like Michelle, it's gonna be you. Okay. I'll run the ship. <laughs> no. You go oh, run no. the you know the side boats and yeah. stuff. But I don't think she minds. I don't think she minds. Yeah. Yeah, well, so that actually, knowing that Katie Price was on Celebrity Big Brother with Michelle Visage now makes Bimini's choice to do Katie Price for Snatch Game that much better, because I didn't know that before. But like going after, going and doing somebody that like, there's a personal connection with Michelle. I think Strategy. That's really Strategy, yeah. you know what I mean? I love it. Okay, well, it appears Tyler has frozen, so now might be a good time to go ahead and take a little break. And when we get back, uh, we will do the pod Q&A and hear from some listeners about uh, your favorite reality TV shows. 
Welcome back, everybody. I have no idea back how to this you. Last, <laughs> last segment ended because my internet is crashed. It's one of those really fun things where everything says it's connected, but it's not connected. Um, but yeah, so welcome back. <laughs> Me. <laughs> we are jumping into everybody's favorite segment pod q and day where we asked you a question and you gave us answers um and what and was the question the that we question, asked them the question was what is the most iconic tv show and why so we're verging a little outside of reality tv shows however most everyone said a reality TV I was about show. to say, did you not so, ask about Andy, reality TV? Because all of these responses I were did. reality TV. I did not. But I would say right. I think that speaks volumes, right? Yeah, these are smart people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, gays love drama. Okay. Uh, our first response is the real world San Francisco with a special... Um, little heart emoji shout out to Pedro Zamora who Ooh. I'm assuming is somebody from the cast. Did y'all watch Real World? Not I feel like one. here's the thing. Here's the thing though. I feel like everyone that has watched it specifically has like one season mm-hmm. that is like their season. And for me for some well not for some reason. For me I believe it was Denver. Um and that had the first like trans woman on the show, um, like very, very recently after her po- like her bottom surgery, like post op. So like it showed like the mm. recovery process of everything, mm. and like I like talked about like like the dilation she had to do and everything because like they are in a house and she has to do it, you know. <laughs> So, like, it was, um, I think there was also one other gay man on there as well. But, like, that, maybe it's not Denver, but, like, that whole season, I was like, wow, this is what it's like to be 21. <laughs> wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go back and watch Denver. I'm not sure if I've seen them. Not, the ones that you spoke of one season uh, that everyone has, I, I don't remember what city they were in, but the season I remember watching was uh, starring Dustin Zito, who I don't know if y'all know who that is, but he's no. like a, I, I don't know if it's fully gay porn star um, was, but Ooh. basically he was living like he felt he started a relationship with a girl in the house and then either producers or her or producers told her mom to call her and say, have you seen this Dustin boy that you were falling in love with? And he was living, like, in a bro house where they would, like, jerk off together and, like, you know, film themselves, like, showering and stuff like that. And so whatever season that was, was the one you should watch. That sounds very familiar (laughs) to me, too. I I love that. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, he's hot, too. Was that... I think there was one... Maybe that was New Orleans? Because I feel like that was the other one I watched. Anyway, um, this next response said, Big Brother. It's got competition, romance, drama. It's a total package. And I am a Paramount Plus year-long subscriber. (laughs) And I'm going to watch it this year. Okay, so here's where I am on my journey. Uh, In the past year, I have watched every season of The Amazing Race. I'm almost done watching every season of Survivor. And then I feel like it's just the logical next step to go to the next CBS reality show and watch all of Big Brother. I would do that with you, But I don't know where is a good place to start. I I, I can tell you. I can tell you. Okay. Okay. But isn't this this also like the type of time commitment that Love Island is? It, yeah, it's way yes. more of a commitment than even Love Island. I'll tell you that right oh now. Oh my god! It, oh, how could it be? Like, Love like, Island's on five days a week. <laughs> Does it matter? There's a 24 hour live stream feed to the Big Brother house. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not watching anything. Like even like even when I went back and watched old seasons of That's Drag where Race, all the I didn't go watch is. all the Untucked. Oh well, I, I 
yeah, I've obviously watched anything nope. with nudity already. But Big Brother is legendary. I would say start like season, um, even season 10 is great. Don't start too early in the beginning. But uh, seasons like 6 through 15 are my favorite. I mean, the it's Survivor in a House, for anyone that doesn't know, um, also produced by Mark Burnett. And it is one of the most fascinating. Because, you know, in Survivor, everyone, even though you're isolated, you still got to deal with nature. You're worried about all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. No, they, they take away all of that. You were stuck in a house with 15 other people, period. No books, no TV, no phones, no music, no writing, no reading, no nothing, okay? And you just compete and just socially analyze each other and go insane, and it's fantastic. And Frankie Grande's season, just watch the season with Frankie Grande. That's a great I've seen all the clips of him and that other guy that's, like, in love with him, the, like, straight bro. Straight, yeah. Yeah, who recently came out as bisexual, and I'm so proud of him. That grand... Yeah. So can he date Frankie Grande now or what? <laughs> uh, maybe there's been um, a resurgence in that that romance. I'm, I don't know. Actually, I oh, think Frankie don't. Grande just got engaged, if I remember Ariana Grande's Instagram stories correctly or something. True. Colin says, yes, he's engaged. Well, you know, flash in the pan romances. Uh, <laughs> I'm convinced that I would actually do very good on Big Brother. Like, I I'm I can make friends with anybody, but I'm also like I can also you know you know <laughs> maneuver yeah. along. I just yeah. I'm yeah I come to Big Brother from the perspective of watch of watching Amazing Race and Survivor and seeing people go from Big Brother to the Amazing Race and Survivor and being like, well, I was on Big Brother, so I know I can do this, and it's Ooh. like. You did what? You were in a house for a few weeks, like in comfortable complete, beds yeah, and like yeah. not having to really even move for Oh my god. Do you know like, why I would play And then you that think game? you can survive the wilderness or like traveling around the world? Do you know what my my big thing and and playing Big Brother's game would be outside of the money would be just to be in a house where I'm not really expected to do much of anything except uh be there that sounds and like play some games heavenly yeah true true yeah. and you know what the the floater or the 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 more passive strategy does get you far sometimes but sometimes people will get mad at you and say you're doing nothing you're out you know so mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a mind fuck that game's a mind fuck i'll tell you that right now i'm gonna watch i'm gonna prepare i'll be i'll be on season what, what season are we on a big brother 21 I'll be on season 35 of Big Brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> While I'm competing on Dancing with Stars, love it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our uh, next Andrew? response said, obviously, RuPaul's Drag Race. Normalized LGBT plus community in mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, and not being boring, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> and what? Yeah. And not being boring. I feel like RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. Oh, I thought you said not being born. I was like, well. No, no Lord. No, I'm born this way, baby. Okay. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's not, it's to not be boring. And I really love, uh, I think RuPaul, um, I mean, of course, for decades, but RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, Lady Gaga at the, around the 2010 mark really made everyone step up their game in a lot of like little senses and a lot of big uh, ways that um it really helped just the world in general yeah. become more interesting yeah you can't just be talented anymore you also have to serve a look otherwise i'm bored mm-hmm. okay i'm serving you pajama know? chic right now and pantless <laughs> chic. Oh. um so the next one i have which you know i heard about this show and i have no idea what channel it's on but this one said, uh, Big Frida, struggles of trans femme, person of color in music industry. Way too real. That is not the name of the show. Um, it's I, called Big Frida, right? I don't think it's just called Big Frida. It's Big Frida, the big, but I honestly don't remember the name of the show, but um, I know they're on like season seven or so. And I know that they cover all of those things that you just mentioned. And it's a really, I've seen, I've seen a few episodes. Frida, Queen of Bounce. Queen of Bounce. Yeah, there we go. I love it. And oh, although no, now it's called, it used to be Big Frida, Queen of Bounce, and now it's called Big Frida Bounces Back. Oh, 
Well, speaking as someone that has opened for Big Frida twice, I will say that she and her crew are have plenty of bounce and plenty of content for a show. So that is one that people should definitely tune into. I think Big Frida is a really interesting cross of cultures that people don't realize, like, like what kind of reach she really has. Like, people I know that know nothing about queer culture at all will know Big Frida from, like, like Bounce music. Uh, what is it, New Orleans Bounce or something? Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, I always think is is truly fascinating. And I was thinking this the other day, but I because I saw a commercial on Facebook for, like, um, trans musicians on or trans uh, like artists singers whatnot on on uh facebook like a group and then i think of kim petrus and i'm like i really think that they are all the the future of music because like they have a sound and story that people haven't really heard before um so it's really exciting to see all of those glow up i love it yeah. uh our next answer is uh two shows First, Survivor for competition shows, and then Keeping Up with the Kardashians changed life as we once knew it. Ah! (laughs) Survivor, I mean, was that not like the first big competition reality show? So I think that changed reality TV in a way. 1,000%. I mean, it it is... if not number one, it's definitely, you know, up there as far as reality yeah. TV shows go. And especially a competition show. I mean, you can't get much wilder than that one, girl. Richard Hatch. Oh, All right. my God. Yeah. That, that and Fear Factor. <laughs> Fear Factor. Fear, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. No, I forgot about Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, fear because, <laughs> because I love me some Joe Rogan. And honestly, I used to... Okay. I definitely oh my god I definitely used to just let's say watching Fear Factor turn me on that's all I'm gonna say is when I was younger <laughs> I was like thank you for the show I appreciate you but that yeah they go in okay go so in. we can all assume that you have some pretty interesting kinks okay yeah snakes <laughs> I love I love snakes and roaches Oh, I love it. Someone said, and I forgot this show too. I love sometimes when I like I forget about these things. But the Ashley Simpson show. <gasps> um, she's the, she's the punk rock I needed at fourteen, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I I remember wanting to watch shows like this when I was fourteen, but um, it was very hard to try to get them on the TV um with family yeah. around uh i remember staying up until like 11 p.m just to watch like will and grace oh my god and listen it's it's worth the stay up but i i totally hear you and my family definitely would have not been down for some ashley simpson to be a pro on the television but i mean what a story of triumph she came out <laughs> of the of the shadows of jessica queen simpson and really made a name for herself in so many ways. And honestly, her first album, that autobiography album, is fucking good. Yeah. Was Avril Who? That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't also we heard from the- them lately? Avril? The Simpsons. Really, oh, The Simpsons? I don't know. She's still making shoes. Oh, well, um. she just released... Oh, y'all. She just released an autobiography last year that fully goes in about everything that was going on back then, from her sex life to her alcohol abuse to everything um, in Ashley the or Jessica? Hollywood world. Jessica. And so she's been doing that. And then Ashley is just living her life with um, Diana Ross's son. They're just traveling the world. That's right. They are... No, they're also doing music together, too. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. literally like Ashley and, and whatever his name is. Evan, Evan. Uh, Evan, yeah, Ashley and Evan, and they have some pretty decent songs. I I will say I'm obsessed with Diana Ross and Tracy Ellis Ross, and like in another life, like if somewhere I could like be a part of the Ross family, I think I would <laughs> be in heaven. Um, <laughs> and I remember like finding that song, and I was like, oh, Evan Ross, and I like followed the trail. I was like, wait, wait a second, wait a second. 
why does no one talk about the fact that like the Simpsons have married into the Rosses and vice versa? Talk yeah, about like, royalty marrying royalty. How does no one talk about the fact that Tracy Ellis's Tracy Ellis Ross's sister-in-law is Ashley Simpson? <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, I just want to be at that family please. holiday. Like, yes, <laughs> it's because it's 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 Diana's son, right? It's not Tracy's son, right? Right, it's Diana's. Son. Yeah, it's Tracy's brother. Mm-hmm. I just want everyone to imagine like Diana Ross and Joe Simpson having a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, over yeah. The holiday. Like, yep. Wow. Uh, our next response said a double shot of love with Tila Tequila because she's the OG bi icon. Bitch is crazy now, but God, I loved that show. I was obsessed with her on MySpace. Like her, her <laughs> Jeffree Star um, and some other person. I remember I was obsessed with them. Ironically, they're all semi-problematic now. Um, yeah, but this show <laughs> paved way for Tila Tequila's a double shot at love when they brought on the bisexual twins and they had a dating show. Yes, yes. And it also, in a way, paved the road for Paris Hilton's My Next BFF because it was the same format. Okay, mm. I I need to catch up with that one. I don't even have you not I watched. I don't think Paris I've Hilton's My My Next, my next BFF? BFF. I have not. Uh, it's amazing. Obviously, they didn't stay BFFs. Um, because <laughs> like, how do you have a season two? I don't think they. Yeah, I, I, maybe they actually did have two seasons. I don't think so. Um, but literally, it was like, like everything Paris has to do in her life, and like you have to keep up with it. And I remember very specifically, they had a lace and leather challenge where they just had to put on a lace and leather outfit. Actually, no, half of the house was leather, half the house was lace. And like that's how they like won the competition, and they did it to, of course, Britney Spears's lace and leather. Um, it was a very iconic, uh, and I think it's the same house as like a double shot. Like all of these, like were shot in the same house that I seem oh, to God. understand. I hope um, they which rub that house clean, child. Which <laughs> Andy, one show we didn't talk about, which like, but I think it's the same house as Bridal Plasty. As I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, eh, it's a great house. But we I, do need to take a moment and talk about Bridal Plasty. Okay. Um, Bridal Plasty, I feel like, is our contact. Is this about the movie Contact? Yeah. That's our point or, of contact. Yeah. It's my f- favorite reality you, show because of Wayne, have how, you ever seen it? I have not. Because of okay. how absolutely bizarre of a concept it is how everybody on it is just so sad mm-hmm. that there's like there's a very clear villain there is by I her mean, choice yeah oh she's wait, like wait, what's the plot so okay it's a competition reality show where 12 brides uh compete in wedding themed challenges to win their dream wedding and a plastic surgery makeover. And every week, the winner of the challenge gets one of the surgeries off their plastic surgery <laughs> wish list. No. And then they go Which into results in them. For two weeks. Yeah. So they get a surgery in the middle of this competition and then they get put in this recovery room where they're like, faces are all bandaged up and the other contestants come and talk to them. And it, there's a voting system. Mm-hmm. Pretty similar to Survivor, uh, where they, somebody gets voted also, off every week. Do they also compete while they're recovering? Like if you yes. won, like week uh, two, it depends. You have to compete week three. Usually not the next week. Yeah, usually they get to skip one challenge after getting a surgery. So they're like kind of immune, I guess. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for y'all. Like, if you were being strategic, like, you were, you won a challenge, and you're like, okay, I might not win another, so let me get my number one... Um, That's what everyone did. Way. Yeah, they what have to you, decide. Okay, what would y'all the, do, if you would do anything? Oh, my plastic surgery? Oh, um, I, I don't know, I, I'd get lipo all over. Classic, okay. okay. I think I would get veneers. <gasps> Same. Mm. 
<laughs> the veneer like, is real. I would love. See, here's my here's my my thinking of it. Like, if I can use lipo and then transition that into using my body to make money, that is a path I would like to go down. <laughs> yeah, and then I could pay for my own veneers. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. and I think there's like there's one episode where a girl wins and then she's like after having seen these girls get their noses done like she's seen other contestants get their nose done and you know be all bruised and bandaged and she's then afraid to get a surgery (laughs) so i think she just ends up getting like botox or something i thought she got her teeth whitened oh that's right she got her teeth whitened you're right It's like Make it easy, girl, I guess. you could like she has these tiny little mosquito bite titties. She wants to get her nose done, and then she's like, uh, I guess I'll just do teeth whitening. <laughs> like, you know what? I would just have my bunions removed. Actually, I've decided. You Ooh. know, that's yeah. too- get that get the medically like that seems too practical. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wait, who's the host of the show? I'm curious. I don't know her. She's name. a former a former Miss USA or Miss Kenya America. Moore? Shana Mokler. Mm, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I actually, yeah. Inconsequential. Shana Mokler. But the main plastic surgeon is uh, uh, botched. Um, Carrie, housewife's Carrie husband. Dubrow. 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 Dr. Dubrow. Mm-hmm. He's, okay. he's the plastic surgeon. So, you and of course, the the only place to watch this is by buying the season on iTunes. Yeah. When I first watched it, you could watch it on Hulu or some something. But yeah, now it's Wait, just... wait, how do you spell it again? Because I'm looking at my thing right now. Say it for me one more Rhinoplasty? Right. Is it one word? Yeah. Yep. Like rhinoplasty, but make a bridal. Okay. It's, it's not on my little, my, <laughs> my black market. It's such a good show. Or... It has a... A great villain, a satisfying ending, yeah. tons of funny moments along the way. Also, it has also, everything. don't look up anything about it because you'll learn that somebody oh dies. Somebody dies. Somebody but not not in the not show. Not in the show. Like years later. Yeah, but like tragically. So like after you finish the show, go look up who died from Bridalplasty. Yeah, and then you're gonna oh. be like, and read what? the whole story. Yeah, read the whole story. Okay, well, you've given me one of my next deep dives. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I wish I could watch yes. it with fresh eyes. Yeah, <laughs> so we used to watch it like, that would be like our pre-gaming show. So we would drink, watch an episode of Bridal Plasty and like go out for the night. Um, <laughs> it was great. And like, I would watch, I would take it all over again. So enjoy. Oh my God. Can I ask a question? I have to interrupt. I'm sorry. You're speaking about going out. Can you tell me about the Roundup? How is the Roundup? Because, you know, as a, a, a Real Housewives of Dallas fan, the Roundup in Dallas is legendary. Oh. It is. Yes, it is legendary. Um, it's it's fine. I mean, it's the happening place. Yeah, it's where everybody goes. They have like 17 bars. So you can, it's, you know, not always easy to get a drink, but probably easier. Um, but you know that... Um, Housewife Money also funds another gay bar here in Dallas. Um, Battle Ranch? No, it's um, Mr. Mister. The Stephanie Holman's assistant basically took his Bravo money and put it with some other people. And I think Stephanie put some money into it too to open Mr. Mister. So like that's the new Housewife. I've seen like Tiffany Moon hanging out there. I've seen some Bravo holics reporters hanging out they're okay i need to make my way to mr mister yeah yeah roundup is roundup is iconic it's actually one of the first bars lady gaga ever performed in um because she's friends with the the owner um i mean it and the the thing is like it burned down and they were able to rebuild it the way that they wanted to so i Mm. mean it's it's massive it's definitely a rite of passage if you go before um uh noon it's uh uh or not noon before midnight they play country (laughs) music the night noon the night noon yeah they play country music then it switches to pop music um and if you go early enough in the evening they are two-stepping so yeah well um i I did see that colin suggested i come up this weekend if i can because i've been trying to get saturday off anyway so where are you down i'm in san antonio 
Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm close. Yeah, we're uh, doing a happy hour. It'll be great. Yes, I think by the time this airs, it'll have already happened. But it, will it is worth mentioning. Well, okay, you know, I hope everybody had fun <laughs> at the uh, the happy hour meetup with our yeah. dis, uh, district two city council person Jesse Moreno. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you met Wayne, maybe not, maybe you did, who knows. Oh, Um, but you know, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Um, Well, kids, on that. (laughs) Well, on that note, uh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Homa's Modern Life, and you can follow me at Andy from Boy Story. I'm and Wayne. Where can they find you? Oh, (laughs) that that damn Zoom delay. Mm I love it. I am at Wayne Holtz underscore on Instagram because the real Wayne Holtz um, is boring and won't give me his name. But um, find me there. Find the Wayne Holtz podcast on Instagram and just listen to my podcast, the Wayne Holtz podcast everywhere. Yes. The podcasts are available. Yes. Love. Awesome. Wayne, thank you so much for being here. This was an absolute delight. Um, I hope we get to see you this weekend or have already seen you based on imaginary time. Um, but yeah, thanks again. The Matrix is real. Thank you so much for having me. I had a fabulous time. This has been a Homeless Modern Life production. Thanks for listening. If you want more, check out our sister show, HML Political Hookup, at HML Political Hookup on Instagram. If you want to see what we're up to, you can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at homosmodernlife at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can cover your body with our merch at HML Shop on Instagram. If you're feeling generous, you can send us a cash tip on Venmo at Homo's Modern Life. Or send us a cash tip on Cash App, dollar sign Homo's Modern Life. Fare thee well. <laughs>